So in the year 2020, I was, I continued to read books or listen to books and was able to gain a lot of insight and knowledge from uh, reading these books and uh, would like to share some of the more uh, impactful ones with you guys. And to start off the list, uh, let's start with uh, one of the books I read early in 2020, and that would be uh, the biography of Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow. As many of you guys may know, there is a, uh, a musical or, or a theatrical musical based on this book going on and uh, being streamed or being played. I'm not sure. I haven't personally seen it, but if it's based on that book by Ron Chernow, it's got to be very good and very informative and uh, enlightening and uh, motivating. I think Alexander Hamilton is one of the most impressive human beings uh, to ever exist, uh, especially in uh, American history. There was no greater self-made man in American history, in my opinion, uh, given the humble backgrounds and uh, what he had to accomplish to... uh, reached the position of great uh, of a great statesman in American history a founding father coming from a very humble background in the Caribbean um, being born out of wedlock in uh, somewhat of an impoverished situation at various times of his early life to be able to use uh, his intellect and uh, persuasive ability and writing ability and talent and hard work to uh, get himself out of that situation and becoming a uh, uh, an accomplished student and scholar eventually joining the American Revolution and becoming George Washington's chief of staff during the American Revolutionary War eventually uh, becoming a very powerful and impactful statesman in the American government, uh, being a founding father and becoming really uh, the father of the American federal government because he was the designer of uh, many features of the American federal government. Um, Quite an impressive life, quite an impressive man. So uh, I definitely encourage you guys to check out... um, more info on this man and the man on the $10 bill and get educated. But uh, I would like to cover um, not so much about his um, early life and uh, coming into uh, prominence. Those are just magnificently covered in various sources, including this book. And... uh, I assume the uh, musical and the theatrical performances probably cover those as well. So I would like to focus more on the political aspects of what he meant uh, to uh, American history. I I would have to start by uh, kind of laying out what was what the deal was uh, when Hamilton came into prominence and decided to uh, get himself very involved in the uh, 
early years of the American government. So there were two major factions um, becoming political parties, the Federalist Party and the uh, Democratic Republican Party, two sides having very different and both having very important ideas and ideals, the uh, Federalists being more concerned with uh, disunity and wanting to have a very consolidated federal government being able to tax citizens as a unified government having a strong military uh, to safeguard a new nation things of that nature whereas the uh, Democratic Republican Party led by Thomas Jefferson was more concerned with personal liberties um, being wary of uh, tyrannical dispositions and having a too powerful centralized government and recognizing the fact that this was a union of republics, not a, a single uh, country that is completely uh, uh, politically homogeneous. So those were the main political differences and Hamilton was on the Federalist side and probably arguably the most uh, influential and powerful of the Federalists and from Hamilton's perspective the uh, United States being newly formed um, had to follow these Federalists type uh, policies and uh, philosophies to guard itself against dangerous foreign powers. He saw other nations as equally uh, dangerous or beneficial, did not see any favorites or allies, whereas uh, Jefferson preferred uh, alliance with the French. The Federalists, uh, led by Hamilton, believed that the alliance with the British was suited more to uh, the growth of the uh, American Republic, the United States of America. And Hamilton was proved right in that regard by the uh, United States allying itself with Britain. It became very uh, powerful and became basically... Uh, uh, making the right decision um, in hindsight based on the fact that the uh, the French uh, the, the French monarchies uh, overthrow by uh, the Republican forces and eventually uh, the uh, formation of the uh, French uh, Empire under Nap Napoleon losing to the British and the founding of the second British Empire in the uh, 19th century, Britain becoming very powerful and being allied with the Brits made uh, the United States very powerful. And eventually a lot of the uh, finances of, of controlled and centralized in Britain then migrated and transferred over to the United States in the mid-late uh, 19th century in the 1800s and that really uh, made the United States what it is today kind of being the new uh, uh, Athenian Empire or Athenian uh, Delian League type of uh, 
a grand republic. So, again, in hindsight, if you look back, Hamilton was right because of uh, because he foresaw those things. He saw the uh, power of the British Empire versus uh, a potential uh, French uh, Empire, which Jefferson and, and the uh, and many others like him preferred because they were wary of the British because uh, the Americans just fought a war against Britain and from Hamilton's perspective that did not matter foreign policy was basically about common sense and uh, guarding your interests and the tactical politi- politics of the time was uh, of course uh, painting the Federalists and Hamilton as British spies even but those are tactical politics just as uh, it happens today um, those are things of less importance but philosophically uh, the two parties the two sides uh, differ greatly like I said on the uh, magnitude and extent of the federal government and from Hamilton's perspective a unified governmental control of finances, centralized federal government, taxing, things of that nature was very important for having a strong uh, country on the global scene and for security reasons. But understandably, the uh, Democratic Republicans uh, believe that the American, uh, the country of the United States of America was indeed a union and not really a, a monolithic type uh, simple country so states rights individual rights especially had to be respected and most notably Alexander Hamilton was uh, maybe for tactical reasons and negotiation reasons he uh, did not favor the Bill of Rights and the Democratic Republicans were insistent on including the Bill of Rights into the Constitution, guaranteeing basic uh, rights, safeguarding the citizen from the powers of the federal government. And that is uh, uh, obviously a very extremely important thing to uh, have in the Constitution, uh, to have basic rights as such. And uh, the Federalists were seen as uh, potential tyrants and uh, the Democratic Republicans by insisting on things like the Bill of Rights they were uh, correct on on that matter so uh, specifically on Hamilton um, he was the first Secretary of the Treasury and he was a self-educated person uh, a lawyer by uh, training but uh, his knowledge of the finances was very strong and he was the default go-to guy for finances and uh, the uh, Federalist Party simply deferred to him and had to uh, install him as the Secretary of the Treasury and he is the architect of the uh, Treasury Department as well as many, many uh, features of the uh, modern American uh, federal government so in many ways that's why he uh, is often said to be the father of the American government 
and uh, the biography covers his personal life really well and uh, uh, very very interestingly he uh, really was not a uh, a politician he was more of a statesman than a politician and uh, a persuasive uh, ideologue and not an electoral politics kind of guy. He was very involved in the uh, behind-the-scenes maneuvering of electoral politics, but he himself was not involved directly as, as a candidate in electoral politics. Many reasons for that. One, maybe he just preferred that. He pref probably preferred to be a statesman, but of course he uh, may have had presidential ambitions, but... Uh, that never came to be because uh, he just fully supported Washington. As I mentioned, he was the chief of staff of President Washington during the war. So he was uh, George Washington's go-to guy from uh, really day one. And uh, he supported Washington's presidency two terms. And in the subsequent elections, uh, he maneuvered uh, supporting uh, various candidates and also in local politics as well but he never really was a candidate and another reason for that was uh, his personal life uh, was a bit complicated he got into a scandal effectively writing off his chances at uh, big time electoral politics he got caught in a cheating and uh uh, extorting scandal and uh, if you were more if you're interested in learning more uh, look up and learn but uh, I thought that was interesting and eventually really Hamilton today uh, in a lot of circles is known for how he died really unfortunately and and the death uh, the uh, events and information surrounding his death is very fascinating also his duel death by duel is very interesting uh, the author argues that he uh, wanted to de-escalate by uh, firing a shot up in the, uh, in the air uh, giving away his first shot and then basically uh, Aaron Burr the opponent uh, decided not to follow the honor move and just shot and killed him it's basically what Ron Chernow uh, describes in the book, but uh, it's hard to say. But his uh, nature was such that he never backed away from a fierce argument if he felt he was right. And that was another reason why he was necessarily not necessarily a great uh, inside internal politician. He was more of a statesman. Like I said, so he didn't have the temperament to be a smooth politician. He was a fiery, passionate uh, rhetoric, um, especially in the written word. Uh, he was uh, highly persuasive. He authored most of the Federalist paper documents arguing for the ratification of the United States Constitution. Also, he wrote uh, many influential letters uh, during his time, uh, besides the Federalist Papers. So all in all, um, absolutely encouraging you guys to uh, learn more about Hamilton and, uh, and learn more about the early years of the American government, uh, what the uh, people thought 
what the political fashions were, what were their uh, philosophies and uh, ideals, as well as what their tactical politics looked like. And if you look at the uh, elections um, after uh, Washington stepped down, well, even some of uh, some of the electoral politics during Washington's election was very uh, interesting, but especially uh, after Washington stepped down, how how brutal the politics. Uh, the political fights were is, is fascinating and one may think and looking at the situation of 2020 or modern times and think hey you know what back then those um, political parties and the politicians they didn't really uh, uh, try to kill each other uh, like today uh, no guess what they did and might be even worse than you think so Anyway, this has been my review of Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow and my own thoughts on Hamilton, the man and the statesman. Peace.